On today's episode, we provide 101 pickup lines from the wizarding world of Harry Potter, including our favorites, You've Got Eyes Like a Salamander, or You Don't Look a Day Over 375, as we review Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, that and more on today's episode of The Real Review, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Everybody, I am here with Joel, Dragon Cat Fabric Beast, Cunningham. Dragon Cat. I know the Dragon Cat. What's the fabric? Like the tail was like fabric. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It kind of looked flowy. Yeah, like, a, like fabric. Like fabric, Like yeah. silk. I like it. That's pretty like nice. Like silk fabric. Here's the big question. Okay. If you, if you were offered one of those as a pet, say for Christmas, mm. what would you do? I don't know, because the cat was cute when it had the little, it was like... He was pretty friendly, yeah. He's kind of like one of those animals that could be so friendly that he could just kill you accidentally. Yeah, you like. that's he could true. He could just be like, hey! And, just, and, he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh. and he's like poking you like, <laughs> exactly. like what happened? <laughs> what happened, master? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So yeah, who am I? I am here with Matt Emotional Portkey Hay. Oh, Emotional Portkey. Yeah. It's a good mm, thing, I that's think. That's true. It's like you you take people, take me emotionally to On an emotional you jump journey. Exactly. So, which time. I will say, no spoiler, no spoiler, but there was one aspect of this film that happened very close to the very beginning mm. that had me wondering if you have the technology to transportation transportate people instantaneously through a port key, mm-hmm. why would you ever use an unsecure means of transportation with like a saddle and a horse and you know, like a car- carriage. Like, why would you ever do that if you can literally just touch a thing and transport people? Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I don't know. Could have saved a lot of problems. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make things a lot better. That's true. But anyway, yeah. That's a true story. My goodness. <laughs> okay. Good I didn't... just broke the whole film. Good thought. Good thought. You broke the film. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure. So, uh, uh, we are definitely going to be talking about that. So, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> we'll get back to and that. And the crimes of Grindelwald or Grindelwald, depending on, I guess, what part of you know Harry yeah, Potter land yeah. you live in. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, and if you're not you know, savvy to what we have going on here, we kind of break it down, the real review. We have two different perspectives, usually kind of how we break down films. Joel is very uh, critical, analytical, gets into the details, some of the <laughs> stuff maybe that we've never heard of before. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a thing? Okay, that's a thing. I don't know. We don't, okay, whatever. And then um, and it might, it might seem a little bit negative at times. Doesn't necessarily mean he is. But then me, on the <laughs> other hand, I'm a little bit more, uh, you know, was it fun? Did it take me on a journey? Was I emotionally satisf- satisfied? Did it take me to new heights emotionally mm-hmm. with an emotional porthole key? I'm laughing because that was a good example, but I like I, I already did that with my whole like Exactly. Key. Yeah. Exactly. Why. I was already breaking it you, down. You were already <laughs> giving an example Analyzing. of the type of person you are when you criticize a film there you go yeah okay and uh but i contend to, i mean we, we both see a lot of things the same way i we, we both do. um we can vary yeah too. we tend to get to the same review for the most part it's interesting yeah we always sides. like most of the times we're pretty close in our grades just yeah. are it's just varies one or two films yeah and we always just there's a couple kind of that were like we're like 15 points apart Star we're like, Wars what happened and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some shark movies occasionally it's yeah. all good yeah. anyways 
uh, Joel, why don't you tell everybody how they can get connected with us sure. at The Real Review? There's some great ways to get connected. We have our website, which is realreviewmedia.com as well. We have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. Additionally, we have Instagram and Twitter, which are both at realreviewmedia. Uh, and we have our YouTube, which is youtube.com slash therealreview. We would love to have you checking out the videos that we post up there, video reviews if you prefer. Some people like the audio. If you're podcasters, that's great. But if you want to check out the video review and see Matt's beautiful face and my ugly mug check those out and then last but not least hey don't be um, that way I'm we're we're i'm critical we both have That's ugly mugs thing. there you go all right if you want to see our ugly mugs no uh check out uh send us an email we'd love to hear from you hear your thoughts and perspectives especially on this film it seems to be a bit of a controversial one for a it few different is. reasons at least compared to where we are compared to like the general audience and reviewers uh send us an email realreviewmedia at gmail.com love to hear your thoughts do it do it do it do it there it is um i was actually gonna look up take a second to go back and and look and remind myself what i scored the first one okay because this film let, let me just get into kind of what we do here first of all um so fantastic fantastic beasts the crimes of grindelwald the second installment of the fantastic beast series set in jk rowling's wizarding world featuring the adventures of magizoologist newt scamander yeah um and it was uh, directed by david yates uh, yet again um who's got some some great harry potter tenure mm-hmm. um and then uh written again jk rowling um and then it's got Eddie Redmayne, um, Kevin Guthrie, Carmen Ejiogo, Wolf Roth, uh, Zoe Kravitz, uh, Callum Turner, Johnny Depp, all those fun people, mm-hmm. um, Ezra Miller. So there's there's a lot of people, other other people in this film as well that you recognize from bit parts here and there. Overall, I think I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed the first film. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was great, though. I... See the thing is, I I thought it was good. Yeah, and that's the weird thing. I is, mean, it was it was it was fine. It's good. I, I just didn't think it was great. I mean, I'm just gonna say like right now, review wise, and we haven't even talked about the film. We're getting way ahead of ourselves <laughs> most likely, but it's getting like a on the Rotten Tomatoes score 39 percent. Yeah, of people. That means 39 percent of critics actually gave it a favorable favorable review. Right. Um, it's down by like the 5.4 out of 10 rating. Um, as far as the audience score, it's a little higher. It's a 69 percent. Okay. Which is positive. It means more than you know a certain percent. Most people. Um, 3.8 out of five. Yeah. Um, I, I I liked it a bit. I mean, I I thought it was long. Right. Definitely felt a bit drawn out. Um, but where I felt like the first film was lacking, maybe that this film in turn um, had more of, but then had lacking what the first film seemed to have more of. Um, the first film really was more of a kind of fun kids romp into the mm-hmm. world of the Fantastic Beasts and Newt Scarman- Scarmander and kind of... Yeah, Scamander. Scamander and like all... Salamander. In his kind of world. And it was interesting, but it didn't really feel like it was impactful in the world of Harry Potter. It right. felt like, like one degree of separation. This film felt very much connected... I mean, with the addition of Dumbledore and the script. That, that was my favorite part of the movie is its, yeah. is its connection threads to the Harry Potter yeah. universe just as a whole. It's, it you know, with Hogwarts, Dumbledore. Right. We're, uh, we're seeing characters that we recognize in the original trilogy, not just like as brief cameos, right. but play significant roles in the film. Yeah. And the stories that are playing out are stories that are tied into the world of Harry Potter and yep. what happens during his, his time at Hogwarts and stuff. Um, and with he who must not be named. Um, (laughs) But I felt like that significance in this film was there and it made it more tangible and connected to me, not just because I'm familiar with that world, but because it felt like it had real stakes and it had real importance to what was going on with the characters. And there was a lot bigger, deeper stakes 
that happened in this film. I mean, yeah. there's death. Yeah. And it's not like just like, oh, someone died off screen, like this, a falling death. It's like death. This you know? movie is incredibly dark. Now, here's the thing. You mentioned this about the first film. I remember I went with my wife. I didn't actually review this movie. Um, but the um, I thought the first one was dark too with the whole obscurial thing. Um, that that there. stuff was intense yeah. and it was pretty dark in those moments. Um, some of the changes they made though from that to this one, I think the darker content works a little bit better because in the first one, you're having this contrast of the fun, the kids, the animals, mm-hmm. the beasts, you know, yeah. it's fantastical. It felt and then cartoony. This, but then the you have one. like the, this dark side of it is like really dark. It's like it's such a steep contrast that it, I don't felt like it worked as well as trying to be two things a little yeah. bit. This one, I felt like it was, it was from the get go. It was like dark and people were dying all yeah. over the place, yeah. it seemed like. And um, there was one or two moments I kind of chuckled, yeah. you know, especially in the beginning with Jacob and Queenie coming back in and right, kind right, of right. how that story played out. But then that right. got dark really quick. Right, right. You know, and that continued to be a pretty dark part of right. the story. Um, and even her whole story. and The maybe, arc. The arc there and then yeah. the arc of some of the other people in the story were, were pretty dark as well. I was like, wow. Yeah. Exactly. And so it, it kind of left me feeling like, wow, there's, this is a more, it almost felt more of like an adult film it, it, at times. Yeah, right. It, it set, um, it set my expectation a little bit better having that kind of be the way it was from the get go, as opposed to having this juxtaposition in the first film of like, hey, fun. Oh, this is kind of scary. Oh, hey, this is, oh, hey, this is kind of scary. <laughs> this one was like, oh, this is going to be super intense. It set, yeah. it set the tone and it was pretty much that way most of the way right. through. And I don't want people to think like listening to this said like, oh, well, they just like it because it's darker because that's really not what it's about. Right. The, what, what it did for me, and I said this in the beginning to restate it, it made the stakes higher. It made it feel like things were more impactful and important. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I was more able to connect in with the story and the characters. And it felt like the characters were making significant decisions. Whereas the first one, it almost just kind of felt like there was this brief little mystery mixed in with this guy having fun with these animals that he's trying to catch. Yeah. And for a kid's story, the first film, I think, was better. This film, um, legitimately, there were times where I'm like, I'm really gonna, I really had to follow it. Yeah. I really had to like, okay, that person's connected to that person yep. and this person's family line and yep. they did that and this betrayal and who that person is. It, You really had to be on board with it. I don't, I think like, again, that's another way that it, this wasn't really as yeah. much for kids. Right. No, you know? it's not. The, um, I think one of the benefits that this second film has going for this series is that it is, um, spare, it uses uh, Newt and Jacob more sparingly. Mm-hmm. In the first film, I think that they they were fine. I was never really a huge Newt Scamander guy. I liked Jacob, but he was a little too much like... I remember talking about this, actually. He's a little too much like, hey, look at me. I'm being funny right now. That's yeah. kind of the vibe that I got from him. Jacob or Newt? Jacob. Jacob, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Newt was always just a little just a little off-putting in the way that he was acting around people. I'm like, yeah, I can't really... Yeah. you know. There's some charm to that. I get that. But this one, it, it uses him less... Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more focus on Grindelwald, uh, Jacob, um, and some of the other characters yeah. that I l- like that focus. It was spread out more. Yeah. Um, there's obviously less less of the fantastical beasts element, but there were some in there that were kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, um, there's not really a lot of things bad with this movie. It definitely there's a lot of death in this movie and and they don't they don't mess around. I will say this, I did really like Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Um and I I will say that and I was I was telling you this beforehand too. He 
in in most roles that he plays, he's like a cartoon character. Right. Um. He he was very understated, very like kind of calm, cool, collected, and like talked like a normal person. Like that's what I liked about his character, and it was just refreshing. You know, whether or not it was like, like um, you know, people just overall enjoyed the character or not. I was just, I think I was just more refreshed. Like, hey, he's not a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he looked weird. Yeah, he looked weird, but he wasn't like he didn't. Right. I I kind of wish they had toned down the eye thing. Right. I think if they if they had gotten rid of the eye, I know why they did it. They're trying to give him a look. It was probably in the book. But that was distracting for me, honestly, because it was like he looked kind of goofy. Yeah. But he, like you said, he played a very straightforward, maniac, maniacal, kind of evil dictator yeah. in yeah. a sense. Um, he's very manipulative in very the way that he was talking with people. Very intelligent, suave, right. mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was very effective because it kind of puts you on edge and it, like, you can you can tell what he's doing. Yeah. And you can be like, you could see how somebody that would be easily manipulated to follow him would. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a person that's given to the likelihood of wanting right. to have like wizards be in charge, then the way he's putting this, the way he's saying this is like, well, of course, we're just right. we're just trying to do what's right. We're just trying to prevent this and right. we're trying to in it so it it felt realistic. Yeah. Um yeah. I liked his turn this as well. I think he kind of at times felt a little off to me and a little flat. Um I don't know what it was about him in mm. particular. I think he did a good job with the performance, but he just seemed a, li- a little disconnected at mm. times from the role that it just kind of threw me off a little bit. I, right. I can't exactly put my finger on it. Um, I don't want to say it was like he was drunk or something yeah. like that, but there was just something about it where it was like he would in- he would be simultaneously sometimes in the moment and not. Yeah. Um, and so it was a little off-putting. Um, to, to reference back your point that you made about the first film, I think what did a lot of disservice for me in the first one was as well, when they they played so much into the story of Tina and Queenie and Jacob and Newt, yeah, they're good characters individually, but they're not leading characters in a way to me. They all play a very good like going throughout the story kind of a character, sure, because they're all weird, yeah, and quirky and awkward, yep. and that can work. Like you can have the group of misfits that kind of all comes together and is able to accomplish what they need to, but it was a little bit too weird most right. of the time, you know. Each of their quirks was a little bit too awkward, a little bit too strange. I mean, I remember to so have many it all moments, together, right? I remember so many times in that first movie where there would just be these awkward pauses and kind of like long, silent stares between the characters. And I'm just like, what am I supposed to be experiencing right now? <laughs> I remember that. Like, I remember Tina. And I don't Newt, remember that. But you know, well, yeah. And I just remember like these awkward because Newt's kind of a quiet guy. He's a loner. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and he's kind of off-putting, you know. And you yeah. have all these off-putting characters, and you so you solo make the film about them. It's it's hard to connect in with the story. Right. So, for that reason, because it was jumping to a lot of different characters and stories, it was easier to stay on board. For maybe mainly, it really just felt like the story that was taking place. Yeah. It didn't really feel like it was like Newt's story or right. Jacob's That's story what I think or, I liked about it. It was yeah. very narrative-driven right. as opposed to character-driven. Um, I I I like I love Jude Law as Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know something about that just fits it like in my yeah in my picturing what a young double door might be like and I, I think feel, it works I think it works really well yeah I mean he aged a ton is all I'm gonna say between the events of this and Harry Potter he grew so, a bunch of hair yeah, he grew a bunch of hair <laughs> and he got older and so it makes sense I think Jude Law's yeah and I, I do like the age wise kind of fitting the, I like how uh, Credence is a, a, a semi focus of the film but not like as much of it was in the first one as well yeah 
Um, it was all about you, you know, him, right? That it's it's about him, but like it's not just about him a little right. bit in this. And I think I like that. I like his character too, right? Better this time he around. He was the mystery of the first yeah. film, whereas this one had like two or three different mysteries going on. That's right. what I'm saying. You really had to kind of pay attention, right? And figure out like crud, what what's about to happen here? What's going on yeah. here? And there was a big, you know, reveal at that, the very at end. the very end. We won't get into that right now, at least. Um, but it was, I saw it coming. As soon as we got to a certain point, mm-hmm. but I was still like, "What?" Like it, it kind of shocked me a little didn't bit. Didn't explain you know? it, but yeah, didn't was, explain it. Yeah, and I'm a bit concerned that that just kind of got thrown in to right. like add something. Like, hey, what do you guys want to do? Ah, uh, let's make them this person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that. And okay. So, like, okay, what? Let's just yeah. Roll. It's like it's okay. We have two more years before we got to make another one of these things, and we'll figure it out. We'll figure then. it out in post. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So that's funny. It was a little. It was a little weird, but it it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to kind of see where where that goes and how that plays out and i i liked how they kind of delved into some some family issues and yeah. some darker pasts type stuff yeah um you know the 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 problems of you know parents raising kids in a certain way and how that plays out through childhood and then people that are just kind of of the mindset that I'm going to be bad or then the manipulations of powers and how that can change weak-minded people or mm-hmm. people that are, have open ears to hear anything. It was just, it was all this very interesting stuff. And it's, right. like, it's not even like a political thing. It's just whatever side of the spectrum you're on. You, you could, can, you could probably find something in yeah, it. Yeah. You, know? you can say this side does that or that side yeah, does yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, um, yeah. I'd say for me, uh, I think the, my, I'm going to get into the negatives here. So my, my problems with this movie, there's two things. Everything else I'm okay with. I'm totally fine with. These are my two problems. One, you have to go into this movie knowing what happened in the first one or have just seen the first one recently. Yeah, um, agreed. Because I was watching it and we were talking about this. I It took me a long time to really remember like yeah. some of these people. Like, who is that again? Like, yeah. Like, I... And I really like the Harry Potter franchise, but the Fantastic Beasts, I've only seen the first one one time. Right. And so I I was like like kind of struggling. I'm like, okay, wait, I'm supposed to care about this. Why am I supposed to care about this at this moment? And it really took time for me to either go through that or some of the things I had to go research it after the fact. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Um that and there were a couple of times where I felt like this movie was a placeholder for the next one. Okay. Um, and not, not the whole time, but there were a couple of times I'm like, eh, this kind of feels like it's just, it's ramping us up into something else. Like, yeah. Where it's like, that's its main purpose in this moment. Like that's, that's really just to bring us to the next chapter. Um, yeah, this definitely felt like at least a two parter. Right. Um, I will say as well with that though, I feel like if they tried to shove everything they needed to into one film. Yeah. It probably would. Oh, it would have been a huge film. Huge film yeah. with way too much in there. Yeah lacking depth i'm not saying that they should have i just I, I, yeah. I sometimes i felt like this is more of just a ramp up to something as opposed to its own self-contained story the whole time yeah um well i think there's but i did like it so I, it's not i'm not i'm not saying it's a bad thing it was just times i was like eh, yeah okay. i think they've planned up to fantastic beats five that's what i heard too so they're trying to i'm assuming really ramp up the story to make enough runway for yeah. five films and i kind of see this as like I mean, it, it was Harry Potter light, yeah. but now it's becoming like Harry Potter, the the remake, in well, a way, be- if they're doing five. That's what I like about it. All the Harry Potter like references with Hogwarts and all yeah. that stuff. I loved all that stuff well, in this I was movie. G- what I was going to say is, I, I, I don't know. I, I, 
the first okay with the first couple like at least the first two harry potters mm-hmm. you really just took a lot of time to get into the world it's world building the wizarding world building the characters mm-hmm. telling their stories their associations with the other characters and how that's moving and then by like the third and the fourth movie that's when you really start getting into yeah some of the the histories of some of the characters and the darker deeper areas yeah. that they've gone in their pasts and where they're going to be going and why they're there right and so it feels okay yeah because you've had time to really slowly it's kind of boiling pot like you're slowly boiling into mm-hmm. that whereas with this it was kind of like the first film was kind of silly and fun and you had this one dark element that was a mystery and then all of a sudden at the very end of the film it like blows up you know into yeah. this thing and now this film is like here is everything on your plate yeah. it's so much there so i don't know how they would have done it that's yeah, the thing i don't, I don't know. know how I don't, they would have done it i don't know either but it's just this feeling it kind yeah. of had my critique as well would be something of along the lines if they they could have figured out a way to kind of smoothen that out a little bit yeah not make it quite so deep sure quite so dark but to kind of play it out more lightheartedly interesting because i mean there's you some, know what what credence reminded me and actually credence had one of my favorite scenes of the movie is i was like dang yeah um and uh he reminded me of like, like Jean Grey Phoenix from X Men, but yeah. like under control yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, that is a power, man!" Yeah. Um, but I like I really enjoyed that scene. Um, I'm trying to think. There's something else I wanted to say. I forget, but it's all good. I, with Credence, specifically the actor Ezra Miller, he, uh, I, I got to go to the panel for this at San Diego Comic Con this year, um, and he was wearing such a crazy costume. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Like, just go look it up. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But he's wearing such a crazy costume that I had a hard time at first. Like, I was I was afraid that, like, I'm going to see him on screen. I'm only going to see him in that costume <laughs> on screen. But he he was so, like, muted in in comparison to how he was when he was on stage and, mm-hmm. and everything that it, it didn't end up being all that big of a problem for okay. me. But I, I was slightly concerned cool. about that. Um, do you want to... Give a review yeah. and then just slightly dip into yeah. like a little bit we'll of do that. deeper talk, spoiler talk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it an 81. 81. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually going to go a little higher. Okay. Uh, I was close to the 90-ish range, okay. but then I started having some like, yeah, that kind of stuff. So I'm actually giving it an 86. Cool. Which is pretty high for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's probably a little lower for me, but I still, I mean, I liked it. It's, it's definitely better than okay. Mm-hmm. So I... um yeah, and they're gonna call the uh, the fifth Fantastic Beast. It's gonna be called Fantastic Beats and how to make them with DJ Scamander. It's gonna be oh, super rad. Yep. Jacob's gonna be on the mic. Yo, yeah, yeah. Yo. Waka, waka, waka. It's what? gonna be sweet. <laughs> Anyways, like so um, yeah, let's break it down. So if you if you have not seen this movie, we're gonna dive into full spoiler territory right now. So feel free to turn that off, mm-hmm. stop watching, stop listening, whatever that is. We're gonna get in spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Lita dies. Lenny Kravitz's daughter dies. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Couple <laughs> babies die. So bad. Jeez, people died all over the place in this movie. It was crazy. Yeah. That was pretty dark. I mean, I knew they were going to probably go there, that, but it was so, still. I, that's hard for me. I mean, you know, nothing has been as shocking to me as a child dying as like the original Pet Cemetery or <laughs> It yeah. from last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like two kids die in this movie. They yeah. don't show it. Yeah. Well, they kind of show one of them. Kind of. Well, they kind um, of show both almost. I mean, you oh, see yeah. a little bit of a dead baby body at one point. It was and... it was not okay. Like no. I, I was like, I heard a little bit. Then I was like, all right, I get the point. 
bad stuff is happening. I mean, yeah, I the that was dark too. I mean, that the when she looks in the mirror and sees the uh, what's the the I forget the beast, but when they show you your biggest fear, they turn to your biggest yeah, fear. Yeah, yeah. And you see the cloth floating down, and I was just like, she's afraid of bedding. Like, yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I hope we revisit this. Yeah. And, and then when they got there, I was like, oh man, that would have been a really dark scene right. to like see as a you know a bunch of kids. Oh, for sure. I mean, to witness that, and then I was like, man, maybe they shouldn't do this in front of a bunch of people. Like, what is this movie rated? Uh, I think PG thirteen. But I'm like, what if you're most scared of like. Naked men. You it know? is PG like, thirteen. Then that's really inappropriate that's inappropriate something. for all the other surrounding people watching you. That's go what I'm through. saying. Like maybe it's just you and the professor, or a couple professors, <laughs> and you do this test. But like, why would you do this in front? Naked <laughs> exactly. It's like this is getting very inappropriate. Where did you that know? even come from? I don't know. Oh I'm just gosh. saying. Like if it turns into your biggest fear, and that's your biggest fear, like I don't know. Oh, like so I'm afraid of being naked in public, and a picture <laughs> like you pop up naked. You're in like, public. Great. Okay. Well, you just you basically yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay. Yeah. It's been great. Thanks, Dumbledore. <laughs> Door. I appreciate yeah. that. Thanks for embarrassing yeah. me in front of oh, all my so friends. Oh, so we find yeah. out that uh, Credence is really Alf something Dumbledore. He's like a half-brother of Albus Dumbledore right. or something, Which, right? That's like crazy, crazy, because I don't... As far as I can recall, I'm just going to say, I read the books only all the way through once. I wanted to read them again. I just had that time. I don't recall them ever mentioning... He had a This brother. is a new development. Right. I yeah. think this is completely but they, new. But he must have like, just like forgot about it. No, he didn't forget about it. He like, just like, let's not tell anybody about this something or something like at the that. end of this series. Yeah. Cause I know he had a sister cause yeah. his sister played a big role in how he developed into being Dumbledore. Um, he even talks about it in this film. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be odd. That's, that's kind of maybe why you had that idea of why they maybe shoehorned in like, Hey, that's the reveal. Although I will say I did kind of do a dang after he did like his, like where he blew up a mountain. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was pretty impactful. He <laughs> was like, really not like mountains. Right. I don't know. <laughs> so he like <laughs> blows hate, up a mountain and then I was I like, hate okay, beautiful scenery. I am a Dumbledore. I can yeah. blow up mountains. I don't know where that, I don't know where, where that puts me. I wasn't at first I was like, Oh, and then I was like, Oh yeah. I don't and know. I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't really know what they're going to do with it. I don't know how they're going to explain sure. it. I really liked... Um, um, I liked in this movie the stakes and the sense that people were willing to be betrayed or not willing to be betrayed, but they went into some doctor, like specifically Queenie mm-hmm. and her siding uh, with Grindelwald. I don't fully understand how she came to that conclusion. I think, honestly... Because it was like, hey, I know who you are. He walked towards her and then like the scene ended. Jacob, they didn't really, because there's so much going on in the moment, I think that was one of the things they lost is some of the impacts of some of those things that happened right around right. then. Um, but it really felt like she was looking for something. Right. She's been looking for something. She thought Jacob was going to be that. Yeah. Turned out not to be the case because Jacob couldn't fully invest in the relationship. Yeah. And she's doing what she thinks is right. She's going into the direction, but she's a weak-minded individual. As, as crazy as everything is in her head, so she's susceptible to Jedi mind tricks. Exactly. Stuff, yeah. You know, I think she <laughs> thinks that she's doing what's right. Yeah. Um, it was the same thing that uh, Letta Lestrange did, but the difference is she did what she thought was right, and it actually was the right thing, mm-hmm. and it was for the right reasons. Whereas Queenie's doing what she thinks is for the right reasons, but she's doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, so. Again, one of the biggest downfalls of the movie actually was like for me as well, the very, very beginning. Why would you ever transport Grindelwald like that? Transport, yeah, a prisoner Grindelwald when you had a port key. I know, I don't know. They were just taking him from one ministry to another. Like you're telling me that the two ministries don't use port keys or don't have port keys. I'm like, 
Maybe they're what? susceptible to being hacked. Maybe. I, I yeah. Have no idea. I don't know. But yeah, right away, Grindelwald like they're like they're like yeah he's in a he's in a jail cell and they're like yeah we had to cut out his tongue or something like that and then they're like yeah and then he basically kills the whole transportation right. unit except for the main ministry minister guy which they never explained that either yeah right. uh, they never explained how the whole switch happened which that was a dark thing for them to talk about you mentioned right. they just cut out his tongue yeah and that like, guy was like willing to get his tongue cut out yeah. Like for when did him? The, yeah, when, when the did switch the switch? T- yeah, I don't, know, don't when know when the switch took place and why. Um, I really did like. I think as well, like you said, I like Jude Law's character. Um, the blood packed aspect is going to be interesting to see play out. I don't understand why it would be that difficult to destroy, but I guess maybe a wizarding thing that it's probably going to be a big focus of the next movie mm. is figuring out how to break that blood bond that he has with Grindelwald, yeah. so that way he can actually fight Grindelwald. Um, I'm trying to remember. The conversation, or the the how much we already know about the relationship Grindelwald and Dumbledore had. I thought they were like together, together. They were. Like, I, so I don't. They didn't really make that well, clear in this. Well, J.K. Film. Rowling never explained that until after. Right. She said that they just meant a lot to each other, and then they explained it after. So but, I thought they were in a relationship, and I don't. I don't remember hearing though. Like they didn't explain that here. They just said they had like a blood bond. Right. And they're like. There's, he said they were closer than brothers, and they never really elaborated. I don't. I don't mm. know if there's like. It just seems very like, like, interpret it how you want to interpret it, kind of a thing. But yeah, I think they did that on purpose. Yeah, because they're trying to not be overly like offensive to people that might go like, "What you know?" Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, um, I so so they have this thing now where. If he can destroy it, then he's able to then physically fight Grindelwald. Right, which I'm sure he'll still do begrudgingly. Like, I don't think he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah, to go yeah. fight my this guy <laughs> that I knew and was very close to. Right. Who knows? Um, yeah. So Interesting. There was a, I mean, there was a couple of aspects of things that felt unnecessary. Um, in a way, the, the whole role that I think, I forget the character's name, but um, he was the one that took Tina captive and was trying to track down credence and kill him mm. um he felt kind of unnecessary he was although, uh he was Lita Lestrange's like half brother right yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it felt like it was important but unnecessary I felt like he could have probably done they could have cut some aspects of that out um the whole story with um one of uh Grindelwald's henchmen being killed and choosing not to you know work with them was kind of understandable but unimportant you know yeah, the fact that he just important you killed him at the end yeah. um yeah, there was just some elements of things at plays at times that it just felt like, okay, well, I get this is an expanded universe. Yeah. Trying to like build out the relationships of the characters and make them seem like they're more than just a simple story. But it just kind of felt like, bleh, yeah, you know, at times. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I got emotionally really invested at times and was definitely at times was like, like yeah. especially during the scene where, you know, Credence is finally meeting that young late, the, the woman that had helped raise him and then right. she ends up getting killed. It's like, what? Yeah, like, that, that was, was really sad. sad. That was pretty sad. Yeah. But that was right after the scene that I thought was pretty sweet too. Like yeah. that, I really like that scene where he's like, the house explodes and yeah. then he like makes everything come back at him. That was amazing. I was like, wow, that yeah. was cool. Visually it was cool. The fight yeah. was really cool. Then the, uh, um, the final fight at the very end, which wasn't even really a fight, but it was very visually like the intense. dragons, the like yeah. blue fly, fire dragons, the blue fire dragons, like dragons. The dragons, very intense, are... you know. And they, I, they did say that they have to stop this or it'll destroy all of Paris. Yeah, that was what. Okay, yeah. Yeah. they definitely raised the stakes on the magic. Right, yeah. you know what I mean. It used to like 
And the the biggest magic fight we ever had was um, Dumbledore and Voldemort in was it Order of the Phoenix? Right, where they're fight, I love that one. Where they're fighting I go in the back Ministry. And watch Harry Potter again. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was like the biggest magic fight they ever had, and the stakes were big there. But like, even at the very end of the of the Harry Potter series, like that fight was mostly like the same spells getting shot back and forth. It was just like. Yeah. Avada Kedavra spells and then like explosive spells. Right, like right, that right. was yeah. like the two spells that were going back and forth. And even his fight with Voldemort, Harry's fight with Voldemort is basically them just running and punching yeah. and trying to shoot each other and missing. Whereas this is like, you know, you got flame dragons shooting up right. and things are stopping in midair and yeah. it's just like craziness all over the place. Um, they had so. a, I thought this was odd. I did like watching it because it was cute, but they had like a slow-mo scene of that like platypus, like, shooting himself across the room on a cork oh yeah at the beginning was i was odd, like odd but kind of funny yeah i was like he could have just gone where i know been like, like oh that was kind of funny actually. but they like spent a good chunk of time on that for some yeah. reason like well the whole scene in the beginning there was kind of awkward i don't i'm not sure the i forget her name uh but the lady that's like his assistant i don't know what her story is I maybe his mom that was weird. it like, seemed like she liked him yeah but they added like a lot of depth to that. Like they like put, he, they he goes, on he goes maybe you should take off your shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, not his mom. Yeah, she like, was interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's, and then he keeps saying like, no, you can leave. No, you can leave. No, you can. he has to say it like three times. Yeah. And the scene gets like drawn out. And that's what I'm saying. There's like just some stuff. It felt long at times. There was some bloated. stuff that they weren't explaining. Like yeah. he was like trying to wrestle or like help that like lion or that cat dragon thing. And it was, he was like getting knocked around and getting hurt. Yeah. And then, like, he just, like, helps it. And then, like, okay, so I thought he was, like, in trouble. Yeah. You mean when he was in the suitcase? Yeah. That was pretty funny. Because he like, jumps in, you think he's going to be, like, trying to, like, r- wrangle it. And he's literally just, like, laying there. Like yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't know. Um, Anyways. Yeah. It's all good. That's, cool. That's the key to working with animals, folks. Just play dead. It was a duster. It was a no feather duster with a little cat face on it. Yeah. Going, yeah. It's like catnip. Definitely, definitely takes a special kind of person to be able to figure out that that's what would work. <laughs> right. Like, it makes you wonder, though, like, yeah. if it was, if the cat thing was black or purple, would it have responded the same way? Does it have to be, does it have to make a dingling noise? Yeah. Like, was it any feather boa thing would have worked? It just... Only Newt Scamander knows this. See, He's exactly. a magic zoologist. He knows what's up. Don't get he too He studied that. that. That was his... That was his concentration in major don't get, don't get too in, into that. in Hogwarts College. Yeah. But there was some cool stuff. I mean, even the way he was investigating the crime scene was yeah. like that was cool. We've never seen magic like this before. Yeah. He's able to like look through time. And so ultimately, hear wizards are better CSIs than it, actual CSIs. It's weird. It just seems like the magic is, was a lot better in the past. Right. I don't know what it was. <laughs> they stopped using it in the future. It's is like what they did. Yeah. yeah. It's like I remember the very first movie. Like the first like real magic we see is that Dumbledore like sucks the light out of all yeah. the lampposts. And it took him like, it took him like 10 seconds. He's like. Instead of just all at once. Yeah. And this one, they would just go bloop and all the lights would go blop. Like yeah. that, that's uh, sound effects. Maybe it's just, just getting up there in age and couldn't do all that know. at the same time. I'm just like, know. you know, <laughs> things have changed. My how they've changed. Uh, so. Times have changed. Yeah. It's all good. Anyways. Um, yeah. That's going to wrap it up. I think for our review of the film. Is there anything else you want to add to that? No, or we've no? talked plenty. No, not so much. We've talked plenty, you yes, guys. Going on 40 minutes here. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so um, if you guys got a chance to see the movie, let us know what you thought about it. Re- uh, email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Let us know if you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you want to, if you're excited for the next three sequels that are slated to come out. If you want to see 
uh, a film called Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them with DJ Scamander. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. I would try and make that happen using my iMovie on my phone. For the sequel you. to this is going to be Dumbledore, How to Lose a Guy in yeah. 110 years. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's going to wrap up the show. Find us on Facebook.com, Instagram, Twitter, at Real Review Media, YouTube.com slash The Real Review, uh, and RealReviewMedia.com. R E E L as in real film reel, all that fun stuff. Fishing reel too, if you want to get into the logistics. And, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, but that's gonna be it. Anything else you want to add? I'm good. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, it's been real. It's been real.